0: school year getting underway, many homeschool parents are thinking a lot more about schedules and routine and such, and how their family will function best this year. David and I found that as our children grew, our family's routine surrounding school often changed a little bit year by year, and we had to lean on our priorities and mission to set up the new rhythm that would allow us to get things done while still strengthening our relationships with each other and growing in our walk with the Lord together. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. On today's show, I'm joined by Brandy McIntosh. Brandy is the homeschool mom of four who shares a lot about her slow, intentional lifestyle on Instagram and via her blog. She longs to inspire mamas to create their unique family culture and to feel empowered to hold their teens and children's hearts. I always love chatting with Brandy, and I know you'll gain a lot from our conversation today as we chat about family rhythms for school days and some of the important considerations for approaching that. You'll get lots of practical ideas as well as a lot of things to think about as you start this brand new school year. Before we dive in though, I wanted to make sure that you know about the Teach Them Diligently app. We are so grateful to be able to offer this resource to families. For in the app, you can easily access all of the Teach Them Diligently podcasts, articles, courses, get event information and more. Plus, through the messaging section, you can engage in uplifting and encouraging discussion about family, homeschooling, our walk with the Lord and so much more. If you're a TTD 365 member, you get even more access to messaging groups, community groups, thousands of exclusive workshops and resources and more. So download the the app for free today by searching Teach Them Diligently in the App Store or Google Play Store. I can't wait to get to know you better once you're there. In the meantime, though, I hope you'll join me in welcoming Brandy McIntosh to this week's podcast. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. I am so glad you're here. And I am really excited to welcome Brandy McIntosh back to the podcast with us today. Brandy is just another mom that I have met through really the internet. We actually were able to serve together at Teach Them Diligently this year. But you know, it's, we were talking before, the commonality that you have with others that know Jesus is just an amazing gift. And it really does bridge gaps of distance and space and all of these different things. So, Brandy, thank you so much for joining us again. I am so glad you're here. It's such an honor to be here. I so appreciate the invite. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family as we're about to dive in? Because um, I think it's always helpful to know where you're coming from um, before we actually start talking all about homeschool and rhythm of our days and how our families function and stuff.
1: Sure. Well, um, I am Brandy McIntosh, married to Dan for 21 years now, and we have four children. Gavin's our 19-year-old college student. Ellie is 15, Quinn is 12, and Willow is six. Uh, we moved to the country about eleven years ago, and I've been homeschooling now for thirteen years. And it is just a, a a cry of my heart just to encourage other moms to find the the freedom and the joy in homeschooling their children and just maintaining a connection to their hearts.
0: Yeah, um, and we can we can see that through the the things that you write and post. And um, you're just a real encouragement to follow. Uh, You know, there are a lot of people where we're just now kind of finishing August, getting into September. So many of us are generally a couple of weeks into our homeschool, just getting started in our homeschool for this year. But with so many new people coming into the homeschool world or starting for their second year or whatever, they're still relatively new. Mm -hmm. I, I know I think back and remember back when I was starting and there were so many unknowns. How, how is this supposed to look? What am I supposed to do? What am I not supposed to do? All of these big questions. What would you say to people who are really looking for, how do I fit all this in? What am I supposed, what is my day supposed to look like? Do you,
1: how can you encourage people to kind of find their way in that? You know, when I first knew that the Lord was calling us to homeschool, I did not know the first thing about it. And I think one of the best things I did, of course, I didn't have Instagram at that time, Hmm. but I think um, one of the best things I did was I just went and visited various homeschool mothers in my church (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I kind of interviewed them and I knew that I was not going to copy any of them perfectly because I have a completely different set of kids and different stage of life, but I just was able to glean something from each one. And of course, now there's so much more opportunity for some great examples out there to glean from. Um, it's, it's almost overwhelming though, isn't it? <laughs> but, oh, so um, much information. Yes. but Yes, it can be so much. And so, you know, Sally Clarkson and her books have been a huge encouragement to me over the years. They have one called Educating the Wholehearted Child. And mm-hmm. um, so I just, between the homeschool moms in my church and what I could get of of Sally, um, that is kind of where I made my start. But, um, you know, my husband and I also we kind of learned the hard way. We started out trying to do it all. And um, <laughs> we're, we're in all the activities and signing up for everything. And we've learned the hard way that we needed to pull back and really talk to each other and spend time with the Lord about what's our, what are our priorities? What do, you yeah. know, what do our days really need to look like right now? And so um, just taping it, taking a step back from all the noise and all the options out there and really spending time with the Lord to find out, what, you know, what is important in this season of life, whether it's reading aloud as a family, a lot of time in nature as a family, just what is really important to me that we do every day and um, and to my husband and then going from there. And I think that baby steps that, you know, when we first started with a routine, it was so simple. Hmm. It was just, you know, we had our time with breakfast together in the morning and the kids just did a, a few chores. And then we, had about all of our school done before lunch, because in the first, you know, those elementary years, school doesn't really take that long, it doesn't need to. And afternoons were wide open. And now, you know, we've, we've evolved to something that's, um, you know, encompasses almost the the full day or most of it.
0: Yeah. And I want to kind of revisit something that you noted as you were talking there, talking about You know, really praying over what you should commit to, what you should be involved in and that kind of thing, because it is so easy to find yourself just really swept away. You're going to find that Mm -hmm. there are so many opportunities out there. And uh, we moms especially seem to put so much pressure on ourselves to be all things to all people. And we don't Mm -hmm. like letting people down. So we're saying yes to all this stuff. And we don't want to hold our children back. For Pete's sake, we want them to be able to do everything that's out there for them. And so the next thing you know, you're running from four different music lessons and activities with sports or, you know, little little PE groups or whatever, and then co-op and and this, that, and the other. And you are so brittle and dry, and your kids are so worn out all the time mm-hmm. that you're actually homeless than you were before. And right. it's so easy to get swept away in that. And I would say that you know, probably most, many, maybe not most, many, many moms who are listening in who are farther down the road are sitting there going, yep, it happened to me, it happened. Um, mm-hmm. But but do you, do you think that that is a real, real danger, Brandy, to just kind of get swept away before you even realize what's happening?
1: Absolutely. You know, there's that temptation because we can be so afraid that our children are gonna miss out on something. But when we really step back, look at the big picture of what are we saying yes and what are we saying no to that is so important because if we if every afternoon we're out and about you know especially during our kids elementary years where they just need those kid those um hours of of free play and imagination and um connecting in that way with each other then um we have to we can easily forget that we can be saying no to so much and saying no to what really matters when we say yes to all the right. extracurricular things
0: right right and i think i i loved how you noted that they need that time of connecting with each other so many of us want those relationships especially the ones that we see with those families farther down the road where their their mm-hmm. kids are just so so close but We also, at the same time, tend to buy into the, your kids need all these people around and they need to be socialized and and all of this stuff that is being thrown at you all the time, that you don't recognize the fact that those relationships that you're seeking, that that family that's farther down the road has, was built by letting those kids just go out and play together and work together and room together and and eat their lunches and dinners and breakfast together and, and play games together and do all of this stuff that now I'm sure you see this. I see it as I've got three in college. um, You know, they come home and they're still talking about all that stuff and they, Mm -hmm. they love to do stuff together still. And that is a joy that it's hard to under or to overstate the value of that.
1: Yes. For us, it just, um, we were, I think just led by the Lord to really get a picture, paint a picture of what we wanted our family culture to look like many years ago. And, um, and it involved evenings at home together as much as possible. And um, of course, as they get older, like we have one in college now and, and he's, he's gone a lot. It's a different season of life, but we had that foundation of all those years together where for Mm -hmm. the most part, we were home, you know, most afternoons and evenings. And that is something that we will never regret. It um, was rich in time outside together and books read aloud together and, you know, family games and, and just those connections being, um, being built.
0: Yeah. And I do want to say, you know, as we're kind of going through that, for those of you that are closer to our stage of life, where you are looking back and you had all of this control over the time that you had together. And then now we were just talking before we got on um, my, I have three in college who are working and doing all this stuff. And although they still sleep at home, they they technically live here. They're Mm -hmm. in and out at all different hours because of obligations that they have. I don't get an awful lot of those Wonderful family dinner times just because mm-hmm. of the stage of life I'm at. And it's so easy for me to mourn that terribly that I even lose the glory of when I do get it because I'm still mourning when I don't. So the <laughs> Lord just really convicted me. Oh, probably sometime over the summer. That I've got to recognize that with each new season comes new opportunities, new wonderful things, but I I can't hold on to everything and bring it forward. It's going to look a little bit different. So build those memories, spend that time together mm-hmm. while you can, and then you will always be able to look back and rehash it. And we still come together, you know, probably twice a week and always on sunday so it's not like we're never together but you know i do tend to miss and to kind of mourn that time that i had when it was so easy and it was calling everybody to dinner every night and um to really really take advantage of of those times that you have during the seasons that it's easy
1: that's so good and i think during the times when when things start to change like i said you know i have a um you know 19 year old who's gone quite often you know, I started to to mourn the same, but mm-hmm. it's just I think it's wise to just ask the Lord to show me the beauty of the season I'm yep. in right now, and He will you know be faithful to do that and um, show us what what we what we have and and um, why each new season is good despite changes. Yep, absolutely. Well, let's take a little bit of time
0: and and maybe both of us kind of lay out what the rhythm of our family, the rhythm of our homeschool looked like at different seasons to maybe get their creative creative juices flowing a little bit about maybe some ways that they can corral their own family, get things under control and get a rhythm of their own, especially now that we're just now getting into school. It's such a good time to kind of set the stage for the whole
1: year. It sure is. Yep. The energy and the the motivation tends to be there at the beginning of the yes. year. Yes. <laughs> so it's a great time to capture
0: it. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, well, for us, you know, when we first started homeschooling, I really only had one child old enough um, to do school. And so it was a pretty simple, you know, breakfast together. And I, at that time, I just had one or two chores, you know, for mm-hmm. my seven-year-old to do. And, um, and then, you know, while well, the younger two ideally, while the younger two play together, (laughs) Um, you know, I would get as much school as I could done with him in the morning. Now we all know with a toddler and such half the time I had, my toddler was crawling all over me and there's just (laughs) some seasons that are going to be harder than others. And, and you just, you know, so we would often do some school later on during his nap time. And, you know, especially when you have a baby or toddler, Mm -hmm. it's just not going to be, you know, a cookie cutter ideal every day looks the same kind of schedule. You just have to learn to do a lot of going with the flow. But um, if you have some structure in place, just some idea, like, okay, we're just going to try to do what school we can in the morning. I'm going to, you know, read to my toddler for a little bit in the morning. So his love tank is filled before I do school with the elders. Um, you know, we, we did that kind of thing. I was aware that with my youngers that um, spending a little time with them while my older one was doing some chores Yep. Yeah um, really helped them be more content playing on their own. Um, and then, you know, as the years went on, I mean, now we're to the point where, um, you know, my, my 19 year old does live at home, but he's, you know, got his own schedule with college and he, he, you know, as he's here, here, you know, here and there, but with my, um, 15, 12 and six year old, we typically try to start our day with breakfast about 7.30 every morning. Everyone has agreed that when we get up and get going and get school done earlier and such that it just makes for a better day for us. Absolutely. So we have that goal of sitting down together 7.30 every morning. And it's a goal. It doesn't always happen like that. <laughs> and th- during that time, that's a sweet time because, you know, we, we linger for a while. We're not in a hurry. Um, and that's just one of the blessings of this kind of homeschool life. Um, I read some scripture. We're working on always memorizing some scripture together. So we, um, you know, I read that aloud and we meditate on that for a minute. And I read a devotional that's aimed at my six-year-old's age as well. And we discuss that. Mm -hmm. And then this has been a a game changer for me. Then we all head to our own private corners and have our own God time. I am not a morning person. So I have never been able to pull that off before breakfast. I just fall asleep. And so um so doing that after breakfast, after had a you know, I have my coffee in hand has made all the difference. And my six-year-old during that time, she just listens to some, you know, we have a, a big collection of CDs from many years of parenting. So she'll yeah. listen to Adventures <laughs> and Odyssey or she'll listen to the Jesus Storybook Bible during that time. So she's mm-hmm. not, you know, a confident reader yet. And then whenever I turn the worship music on loud, everybody knows that it's time to start their morning chores and those are chores that are the same every single day. So everyone makes their bed, brushes teeth, puts pajamas away. Um, my two older kids, they are responsible for emptying the dishwasher, scrubbing the kitchen. I get the laundry going and um, that's about about covers our morning chores. And then we settle into morning school. And so around here, that consists of math and grammar, writing, writing. Um, let's see, our language arts curriculum includes poetry as well and such. And so my older two kids are pretty independent in those studies. Mm-hmm. And I work with my six-year-old and do some fun stuff um, with her and some focused learning time. And and then they usually have some free time before lunch, which we have found is just really good for everybody to be able to take a breather instead of trying to cram it all in the morning. And uh, then we gather together for lunch and... That is a really sweet time. It's one of my, my favorite parts of the day because I read aloud during that time. So it's something that we all enjoy. Right now we're going through the the Anna Green Gables series oh, and nice. in a book, in a book like five. And um, yeah, it, it's it's fun because even the six year old now, she really is um, absorbing quite a bit of that. And we bring, you know, colors and things to the table because they're usually finished eating before that. But that's just a nice, relaxing time for us to to enjoy a book together and then after lunch, we and, and also lunchtime is kind of one of those times I I'm just extra grateful. I look around the table and just mm-hmm. so happy that like we just get to be together during that time, you know. Yep. And there's joking, and you know sometimes there's arguing that I have to deal with and bickering, but um, for the most part, we just enjoy that time together and and uh, visiting and catching up. And I'm so thankful we're not all split in different classrooms and different you know places all day yeah. every day. And then we. Um, they do their lunchtime chores. And so I'll, I'll go and clean the kitchen. And then each child does a chore that's just about five to ten minutes long. And every day it's different. So maybe one day, um, maybe on Monday, Ellie will Windex the bathroom mirrors and, and Quinn will sweep his room. And, and anyway, so I have it to where there's one chore each day for each child after lunch that um, it doesn't take a ton of time. But this keeps us from having to spend like an entire day cleaning the yeah. house. Yep, And um, it's not I don't always have the weight on me. Oh, you know, wondering, OK, when are the toilets going to be cleaned or when am I going to ever get to around the dusting this room? And if you're a homeschool mom and have the ability to hire cleaning help, then that's awesome. But <laughs> we've always had to make some teamwork work over the yep, years. Exactly. us yes to you. And so um, but it's we just learned that that's just an, a way we can do it that doesn't overwhelm everyone. So um, and then right after that, we have our quiet reading hour. And, um, that is a precious time of day for me as an introverted mama, <laughs> where I can really refuel. And, um, my six-year-old, she listens to audiobooks during that time and she can play quietly at the same time. And, um, you know, my older kids are getting just a bunch of good reading in and I don't allow myself to do chores during that time. I make myself just sit and I can, it's just some mother culture for me. Um, you know, there's always a, some kind of a spiritual book I'm I'm going through and some kind of a fiction. And so I alternate depending on, you know, what I'm in the mood to read and, and uh, write in my journal. And that's just been a life giving time for, Hmm. for everybody, I think. And, um, and then we go from that to um, just taking a few minutes to grab a snack and um, maybe fold some laundry. And then we do, depending on the day, history or science or nature study together. And um, if the weather's nice, we almost always take that outside. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just free time for the afternoon. And, you know, there's some kids I have that are with piano and ukulele and guitar. And so they practice that in the afternoon. But for the most part, afternoons are free. And um, so that's kind of what it looks like in this season of life. And if you notice, we go from a more challenging activity to a more relaxing one all throughout the day. And um, that has been an important part of making it work long term for us because we've used basically the same routine for, maybe four or five years now. It's been quite a while. And um, I think it's also wise to tune in as a mom to when everybody just needs a break from the routine and you just take a whole day and go on a field trip or go out in nature or meet up with friends. Um, We're not slaves to the routine, but it's just so nice to have something set that encompasses our priorities, that makes Mm -hmm. our priorities habit and makes them a natural way of life. And um, and the evenings, we do kind of have an evening routine on, um, during the school year anyway, on Monday evenings, that's our discipleship time with our teens. So I meet with Ellie and we're going through a book together and Dan and Gavin, you know, our 19 year old, hmm. they meet and kind of have a discipleship time, um, after the younger kids have gone to bed. And, um, and then on Thursday evenings our kind of art time with dad because art is a passion of his and he's better at it than I am. So we <laughs> move all the art curriculum to Thursday evenings and then Friday evenings, everybody knows that's going to be family game night. For for years, we just I kept thinking in the back of my mind, like, oh, we need to do more, to do more games as a family, and it just seemed like it was never something I was really in the mood to do, and so it just didn't happen. Yep. And then you know, a few years ago, I just said, okay, Friday nights are going to be our family game night, and it's just what we do, and it has been something that has that everyone has really enjoyed, and the mm-hmm. kids have the excitement of knowing they're looking forward to that then knowing it's going to happen. It's just what we do on Friday evenings. And, and then Saturday evenings are movie nights and we take turns with who decides the movie. That's a big deal in our house. <laughs> and so, um, so that's kind of what it looks like um, in this season of life in the, the Macintosh home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I... Um you know we've had very similar routines through the years and it does change and um you know if if you have very very young children you're going to have a, a a kinder dentler routine actually you're going to mm-hmm. have a lot more play a lot more sit in the floor and and do things with them and reading all cuddled up and you know there's a lot more time invested in that because you're building mm-hmm. those relationships and it's so so important and you're instilling in them while they're little a love of learning that's going to set them free as they get older it's going to make them those independent learners it's going to to make them love that reading time that she spoke of um so that it's not something where you're fighting with them it's something that right. they actually enjoy doing um so that's going to that's going to change through the years and another thing that that I wanted to kind of Key on that you that you kind of mentioned in passing, but you talked about how when you have the littles and you're trying to homeschool and how sometimes there's you know it's it's a little bit of a balancing act and it really is and and I love how you noted that spending time with your littles beforehand um, often kind of settles them down it fills up their cup so that they're more content. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that I think we miss sometimes as when we're in that season is the lessons that our older ones are able to learn by showing deference to their little brothers and sisters, by not getting so frustrated because they're constantly annoying or constantly messing something up or, you know, getting in the way or whatever. This is a great time to teach our older ones to be servant leaders and to, you know, the Bible says in honor, preferring one another. And they get to do that, you know, while they're eight years old and they have a, a little Three and a half year old brother or sister, um, that those are really big life lessons that will take them far as they get older too.
1: They are, and that's just another blessing of the homeschool life is just that time together. I love mm-hmm. it when one of my bigger kids um, pauses their schoolwork, or maybe they've already finished their morning work, and they want to engage with their younger, you know, sibling and what they're learning, and explain more about um, what they know of that subject, that's- or you know. Try to to teach it to them. That's been a really sweet thing to get to see.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, And the other thing that really is helpful in getting a routine and a rhythm like this to work is, you know. as Brandy was talking about all of the different chores, we called them responsibilities in our house. However you, you annotate them. They're the same thing. They're the jobs that, that families do together to help the house run smoothly. Um, But, but one thing that us moms have to learn to do is actually allow the kids to do it and to step back and not micromanage and not be such so perfectionistic about mm-hmm. it that we can't actually turn those things over to allowing our children to grow and learn and, and take responsibility for those on their own. And I know that that can be a struggle for some, but once you can release that, you're going to find that it gives you so much more time and it's so good for your kids to get to do that as well.
1: It really is. And it builds their confidence that mm-hmm. they are capable of doing hard things. Um, you know, initially it was so hard for me to ask, um, my oldest son to do any chores because when I was growing up, I was not asked to do any, we went to a, a challenging private school and my mom felt like we already had enough on her plate. And, um, and I, I think she was just trying to help us, but really what it ended up doing, not having any of those responsibilities at home, I just, um, developed this mentality that I wasn't capable Hmm. And um, then it was really hard once I was married right. and I didn't know how to scramble eggs or do laundry. I mean, my husband had to teach me those things and um, talk about humbling. So it's been <laughs> a neat thing to see just them grow in confidence that they are capable. It just seems natural to them. Hard work is just natural. And it also is a team mindset that we're all working together to do you know, different things to make our house a comfortable relaxing place to be. Right, right. And so your family rhythm is
0: actually instilling this sense of unity, this sense of community within those in your household, which will, as yes. like you noted before, serve them so well when they shoot out and they start their own lives independent of your household.
1: Yes, it's so true.
0: Well, and and before we're you know, kind of running low on time here, but but I do want to take a moment just to talk about the importance of a routine for Mom's heart for the kids for the way that things run. Why? Why do you have you found that having kind of a routine a rhythm to your day? Um, how have you found that that helps your family as far as the way it runs, or helps your own heart as far as the way that it it kind of manages the stresses and the ins and outs of the day?
1: Yes, it has made such a big difference, especially in the weight that I was carrying. Because before we had a good routine, I started new day every new day trying to figure out okay what is best for Gavin to be doing right now? And, yeah, And, um, you know, it was different every day for a while with math and this, and it, it, um, I saw how, how instilling a, r- a rhythm, a predictable flow to our days, how it brought not only me so much peace, but the children so much peace. peace. At, at first I was so afraid to do that because I thought, well, what if, what if that's not what we feel like doing at the moment, but you know, isn't that life? We all have to do things we don't want to do, you know, um, sometimes, but we have found that it is so rewarding to have that predictable routine. It, like I said, it's not—I don't carry the weight all the time of okay, what do we do next? What's going to mm-hmm. be best? And um, and my kids, it just brings—I think—children so much peace and safe, a sense of safety. Yes, when they know what's going to happen when, and they know, yes, I'm going to have to do math, and I don't really want to, but then I'm going to get to play outside, or then this, you know. This easier part of the day is coming to or this part of the day where mom reads to me and um, where I just have free play. And um, it just brings such a sense of peace and calm to the, you know, to the entire home to have that flow, that predictability. It doesn't mean that there aren't going to be issues. (laughs) Right. But um, it just certainly helps to make life um, easier. So
0: yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. Um, all of us need some kind of a routine in our day. We need some kind of structure. We we hunger for it. I think that's why um, we we kind of look at back to school time so excitedly because we know that's going to naturally Mm -hmm. instill a little bit more structure into our days and with homeschooling we have the flexibility to you know do upside down days or you know totally flip things around if we get bored or we just need a break and so we can really lean into that as well Um, but you still have that structure to lean back on and to kind of get you back on track after you walk
1: away Mm -hmm. and take a break too. Absolutely. And then it does make those days where you, um, you know, depart from the norm, all the more exciting. Yes. <laughs> <It> <laughs> um, the kids are talking about how we have a, you know, for my kindergartner, we have a hundred number chart, So she knows when she gets to the hundredth day of school, we're just going to watch movies and eat popcorn and, and, you know, treats all day. And so that is so exciting because oh, yes. <laughs> it is such a departure from the norm. So
0: Yep. It's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Well, Brandy, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we go, can you tell everybody where they can find you? I'll be sure to list um, or to link to you in the show notes as well, but it's awfully helpful just to hear where they
1: can find you. Right. Um, Right now, just the best way to find me is on Instagram and it's just Brandy period Macintosh and Macintosh is M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we will make sure that we connect that. Um, and
0: then I try to share some stuff over from you as well. So be looking for that in our stories. Uh, Brandy always has really great things that she's sharing on Instagram. So she's a good one to follow. Um, well, thank you again so much for joining us, Brandy. It has been a joy talking rhythms and routines and all that great stuff with you.
1: Yes. And same here. I always enjoy talking about these things and it's um, been such an honor.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. And to everyone else, I hope that you have a great day. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently. So we're here to help.